Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crow, novelist and speaker. All right, this week we are continuing our first page reviews. We had listeners submit their first pages and we're reading them on air and then indicating where we would have stopped from the perspective of an agent or an industry professional or even just a reader sometimes, um, and then giving feedback to the writer as to what what caused us to stop reading when we did. Or if we didn't stop, then we will talk about that as well. Our next first page submission is for a mystery comedy. I was balancing precariously on a chair in my home office when an unexpected visitor knocked on the door. Come in, I said, pushing myself upward on one leg and stretching the opposite arm out as high as I could. Still, I ended up a little short of what I was after. The door opened and I heard a woman's voice behind me. Oh my, not what she had expected to see when she entered the office of a private eye for hire, I guessed. But that was only fair. I turned my head back towards her, which sent my equilibrium spinning even further awry. Stop. After teetering briefly, I soon regained my composure. I'll be right with you, ma'am. Once more, I lunged up on my tiptoes, but it was hardly any use. Stop. I sighed and lowered myself down off the chair. What can I do for you? What? She looked around the room. What were you doing just now? I sank down in my chair and pointed at the one across the desk. But she looked at me cautiously and chose to stay standing. There was a smudge on one of the one of those windows, I said, pointing behind me, right up in the top corner. I can't tell for the life of me if it's on the inside or the outside, and I've had a heck of a time getting at it. I tossed the paper towel I had been swiping at it with onto the desk. That relaxed her some, and she decided to sit after all. You're a professional detective, and you can't tell which side of the window a streak is on. More of a smudge than a streak, I said, but I suppose that's beside the point. Yes, I suppose it is, she hesitated. You know, maybe my coming here was a mistake. She rose to her feet, but I implored her to stay. Okay, not the best first impression, but obviously you've come here for help. I did, she said, and it occurs to me now that maybe I should seek it from someone who can tell the inside of a window from the outside. Tough but fair. I rebounded. Do you want a window washer or a detective? I love the nod to Noir. I love the nod to... It reminds me of that show, Psych, kind of like right. quirky de- detectives and, you know, the woman walks in. So I love that. I love the nod to things that are timeless and things that are, you know, that obviously have done well in pop culture. What I struggled with was I couldn't for the life of me understand all of the uh, bodily animation that was going on like i couldn't visualize what was happening it just felt like a guy like being weird i with the the first line i was bouncing precariously on a chair in my home office i maybe it was from reading the haunches thing from the last episode but i pictured somebody who's like sitting on the balls of their feet basically Uh i didn't get standing um oh at all yeah, I couldn't follow any of that, like any of the. Right. And because I didn't get standing, I didn't understand why we are so unhappy with our height, which 
that threw me off. Right. Right. I didn't realize that he was trying to wipe. I thought he was just like, I was really confused the entire time. So I stopped reading because I was just really confused by this body movement that the main character is doing without telling the reader why, why he's making these weird gestures. So it seems very bizarre. Um, but then what I noticed later is the, um, the um, doubling up on the same joke where right. she makes a comment about, well, you're a detective and you can't tell where that streak is. And then essentially she makes that same joke about two lines later. And so that was problematic. I don't know if you would call this passive voice, but it is very close. So, for example, the opening line, I was balancing precariously on a chair in my home office when an unexpected visitor knocked on the door. A way to make that stronger would be left heel planted on the back of my chair and right foot on the bookshelf. I tried to reach a spot on the window or, you know, something like that, like where we're actually physically in something where we're describing I think it needs more personality, like right. this dang spot on the window. I, you know, I swiped at it for a third time, not reaching it. I don't know. So, you know, something more. I don't know. Right. One of the things that this writer can do that will very, very quickly, very, very easily help show them how to make their writing stronger. It's just to search the document for the word was. You very rarely need to use that in this type of point of view. So I was balancing precarious. So I was balancing precariously turns into I balanced precariously. Like we're gonna we're gonna short shorten this. Or I stood precariously on a chair. Then Mm -hmm. we know he's standing. Mm -hmm. We know we could visualize it more. And then two more things. One we don't know anything about who the speaker is. We don't know if this person is male or female, old or young. We don't know anything about the character, really, right. other than they're annoyed with a spot on the window that they can't reach. And then finally, I would say there's nothing in the story that's really pulling me in, that's making me care. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the ways that the writer could improve this um, would be to have their main character fall. If the knock is so jarring, then they fall. And that clattering noise tells the person outside that they need to come in. And now we have a conflict of somebody startled you. Mm-hmm. You still want to get their business, but you know, you've got a throbbing in your ankle or your wrist or yeah. something. You know, and that would be like, funny. There could be just, a really right. funny exchange. Right. She's trying to help him. He's like trying to feel like, oh, nothing happened. I'm fine. But he's actually really hurting. And right. And I think once this writer, you know, teases out what the unique elements of their character and their story and their plot are, once we know how we're doing this genre, but with our twist on it. That's going to be a huge help for 
their natural comedic abilities to come out and shine more. Yeah, because I think there are some makings of what could be really funny things, funny moments, sure, funny exchanges. There's some funny, you know, turn of phrase. And I agree once the details are in there, the characters Mm -hmm. are set more, the situation is more present in on the page then I think the author will really start to have fun with it and be able to really play up the comedy aspect and their talent, their ability to make people laugh as they read a great detective story. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gatecrashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me slash gatecrashers, Or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at Gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.